jinkies. Oh, what's that gross book made out of skin? It's not a book. It's a tome made out of skin. Ew. What's it say? Behold the collected apocrypha of Stacy Ponder, the writer for Final Girl. And Anthony Hudson, the programmer for Queer Horror. And together they are... Oh my god! Don't read it out loud! Don't read it out loud! of darkness! Um... Anthony made me push the record button. It was getting too rich. That's <laughs> our pre-show conversation. Uh, was getting too rich. Usually we can we can go on for a while and like it's always lovely and hilarious. Um, but every now and then we begin to stumble into little like landmines, and I I can sense you know my my like the truffle pig sense can sense the truffle. Ready for mm. the podcast within, within the words that you were saying. I see. And you were beginning to get, it seemed, a little metaphysical. <laughs> oh, getting metaphysical. Physical. <laughs> uh, I guess. Well, uh, see, now I have to talk about it in front of everybody. <laughs> Just imagine them naked. Oh, okay. Oh. Um, <laughs> well, I said to Anthony in a private conversation <laughs> that I was thinking about heaven the other day. Like, <laughs> and that, like you do. Like, <laughs> well, I was just thinking about it and I thought to myself, I would like to have someone who fully believes in heaven that like when you die you go to heaven i would like to have someone who's all in explain it to me because i just can't like conceptualize it in any like does time move for i have so many questions <laughs> you need you are in search of a heavenologist <laughs> yeah i need a heavenologist um because i just like does time still exist like because the way people seem to conceptualize it or the way it's spoken about it's Mm -hmm. like you die and then your soul goes to heaven and all your loved ones are there so it's like going to another city right yeah on a cloud you have to like you know make your argument at the fucking gate or whatever it's a gated community, first of all. Who wants to be in a gated community for eternity? Right. Oh, that's how we started talking about it, was we were talking about you being denied entrance by St. Peter. Right, yeah, which will probably happen. <laughs> yeah. if I even, get, even if I get a chance to make my argument. like <laughs> You have your slides and your projector ready to go. <laughs> yeah. Your notes. Um, it is a gated community. You're absolutely right. And... I just don't understand what they think heaven is. Because I feel like the popular conception is basically we're all ghosts who kind of look the same. And there's clouds. Or maybe you're in the robe and you have the fucking harp. Now all of a sudden you can play the harp for some reason. (laughs) Uh, And your family's there and your loved ones and you're reunited. But it's like, is this eternity? Yeah. Do you have to go to like heaven church? 
because it's a pretty religious place. It feels a little redundant, doesn't it? What do you do all the time? Well, you don't poop. (laughs) Well, then I'll have even more spare time. (laughs) How am I spending it? I just don't understand what they think heaven is. And I don't know that anyone actually has an answer. Everybody's just like, well, I know I'll see my grandma and grandpa again when I die. So, yeah, I guess that you you would like to see an itinerary. Because do you have to eat? Like, for me, I... Heaven would be like the the Caesar's Palace Bacchanal buffet, right? And it's just you're just there and you just get to eat forever. Is that Valhalla? Am I just advocating for Valhalla? Could be. Valhalla you just eat and then the Valkyries and winches bring you mead or whatever, right? Sexist. That's sexist. I I I, I probably most people have their own personal conception of what they think heaven would be, you know. Uh, but I mean, is that the re- like <laughs> reality? Is that the reality of it? You know, like I just I don't know. I don't know. So that's my big question. Like if if they if they want me to join their cause and believe in it, then they need to explain what it is. They need to have facts and figures. Exactly, which and is exactly what faith is all about. It's about pie charts and graphs, printouts. So you're the one who made me talk about this. Yeah, you're welcome. I feel, I think it's a noble quest. I think it's worth exploring. It's just, you know, for this concept that uh, wars are fought over, that people hate one another and kill one another over and castigate people, etc., etc. It's like no one has any idea what it actually is. And I just think that's lame. Well, Stacey, not to be a stoner, but look at the money system. Mm. It's just a number. It's just all numbers, man. <laughs> right? It's not any more real than heaven. But I would think that my idea of heaven, or or not my idea of heaven, but like, I just think, you know, we die. And then in those last minutes, your brain, doesn't your brain just do the pineal gland thing? Mm-hmm. And it just like, it just floods you with uh, DMT. Mm-hmm. And then you just have like some crazy trip out that feels like it lasts forever because it, it basically does because you're dead. Just as your brain dies. And then you just hallucinate something that's really nice. And everyone has their own thing. I get to go to Caesar's Palace Bacchanal Buffet. Somebody else gets pooped on. <laughs> For eternity. Or it feels like it in like the last seconds of your of your life before you blip out of existence. Okay. And what's, what's, what's upsetting about that? I, well, I mean, we talk about these things on the air, off the air. I don't know. I shouldn't be so wrapped up in the existence of humankind, but I, it's it's just been like an existential crisis for so long now that it's just a part of my existence, you know? And what could possibly exacerbate an existential crisis right now? I mean, nothing. Everything is perfect. Everything is fine. <laughs> um, you know, just, uh, I, I, I learned the other day, I know you and I both have, uh, antipathy at best i would say uh feelings about andy warhol Uh oh oh, absolutely but i learned recently that one of the locations because you know the factory right i've heard of it uh you know moved from place to place like it wasn't always in the same place whatever one of the locations is now a petco And it just felt significant to me. 
of like I don't know the impermanence of everything or something the, I, uh, these thoughts are not uh, solidified or concrete or anything but it just I was like oh my god the capitalist machine man yeah. the impermanence of everything that we have here we have like what should quote unquote be like a storied location uh-huh. uh, in the history of American art right and it's a pet co <laughs> No one cares about anyone. No. If there's a dollar to be made. Well, yeah, because money is the god, man. Oh, yeah, dude. Yeah, man. <laughs> I went I went to the site of the original uh, factory. Um, oh, wait, was it the first or was it the second? I think it was the original. Uh, where Valerie went and shot Andy. And I went there. I took a little pilgrimage last time I was in New York. I went there and I found, I saw the front door that she had to go into to go into the lobby to get into the elevator. I touched that door and I felt connected to her in that moment. I had a good cry. I did. And then I walked and looked next door at the ice cream shop. (laughs) (laughs) Nowhere, nowhere. I would think at the very least there'd be a plaque that said like, this was the factory. You'd think. Or like Valerie Solanus was here. <laughs> but like, no, there's no absolutely no sign of it. We just continue to move ever onward. And it's moments like those when I feel like, what is the difference between me and, and you know, one of those poor motherfuckers at, at uh, Vesuvius, Pompeii? Am I just a, just make my Pompeii cast already? What is life? What is heaven? <laughs> Don't ask any more questions. It's best not to. What is anything? I mm-hmm. used to, when I used to live there, I would always think about it because that Ramones song, Fifty Third and Third, mm-hmm. is like is like I used to walk dogs in that neighborhood, and it's like wow, Fifty Third and Third. It's like the Citibank headquarters. On Cantum. Yeah, That's like amazing. I just, I don't know. Wow. I don't know what the point is of any of this. Did you, well, did you think, do you think, um, okay, we retweeted her, but that, that perfect queen, Iraqi, well, modern day Iraqi priestess that was six feet tall that had the gold eye, prosthetic eye in her skull? Iranian. Iranian. She was Iranian. Thank you. It, it, none of those <laughs> countries existed back then. So she was found there. She was found there. And um, do you think she would ever have an inkling that when she was doing like priestess craft and like uh, advocating for her people or whatever, did you think she had any idea that like, you know, cum slut 666 would retweet her? Like, like what is <laughs> She oh, would just well, no. be a, 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 a memo on the internet. Well, I mean, how could she? That's she so... was like an arbiter of, you know, the gods and shit. <laughs> but that might as well be a different reality. I mean, how could someone from 5,000 years ago be like, ah, oh, the internet is coming. That's true. That's true. <laughs> but like in our, you know, 20th century lifetimes even. Mm-hmm. Like that span of space. It's just like, I find it, there's almost a perverted kind of comfort in it because it's like, it's a Petco now. It was Andy Warhol, the factory, all of this fame, 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 like blah, 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 blah. It's a fucking Petco and no one gives a shit. And eventually yeah. Petco will go out of business and then it'll be something else. Yeah. 
And then we'll die, and all of our live stories will be forgotten, and we'll end up being plastinated and put into body worlds, and then suddenly we'll be ju- our skeletons will be juggling <laughs> next to a giant camel. Like we said last week, we're all soap in the end. We're all soap in the end, man! I don't know. I guess, you know, just, uh... You try to wrestle with your own mortality, I suppose. And I know I've probably said this on the show so often that people are like, will you just shut up about it? Like, we get it. You want to know what happens when you die. You want to know, like, what the point of your existence is that you matter. Okay, we get it. Well, these are questions one wrestles with. If one is me. And living through an apocalyptic age. <laughs> yeah. Well, to be fair, even before the apocalypse began, mm-hmm. uh, I was still like, do I matter in the grand scheme of things? And it's like, no, no one does. <laughs> <laughs> but there's a comfort in that, is there not? There is. There is. So if you have an idea of heaven, I say I want to hear about it, but do I really? I just... <laughs> it's... <laughs> so bizarre to me that so many people are banking on this when there's no clear there could be a clear picture i just don't know it how well they might have jargon and an idea that they're talking about in church or whatever and because i never go i'm not privy oh right yeah you're really missing out on the heady concepts (laughs) fucking kumbaya and all that bullshit so if you're a theologian and we haven't offended you yet (laughs) consider not reaching out to us (laughs) (laughs) i mean i guess i'm i'm somewhat interested it's it's yeah like if or if there's like a really cool understanding of heaven that has completely escaped our western christian influenced you know evangelist viewpoint Mm-hmm. of uh you know this diffused down to us of you sit on the cloud if there's like a wicked cool death metal version of heaven that makes sense or something mm-hmm. that'd be cool to hear about i'd love to know that well i just find it obscene that you like you said you know so many people are banking on this idea but that idea comes at the cost of like happiness on this plane of existence right it comes at the cost of the planet it comes at the cost of i don't know the dodo bird and how many other countless animals we have made extinct through this Anthropocene era. Mm -hmm. People couldn't even sit in their fucking houses with all of, like, film, cinema history at their fingertips with every (laughs) book that has ever been written at their fucking fingertips. People couldn't sit in their houses for a month so we could nip this pandemic in the fucking bud. They're going to spend eternity doing what? They're going to be up there in heaven going, I don't need St. Peter's tyranny. I don't need this harp. Like, aren't you going to get bored? I guess I'll find out. I guess so. Or or you won't. You might just blip out of existence forever. That's one seems more likely than the other, but I'm not going to say which one. (laughs) Do I spend most of my days thinking about these things? do you yeah a little too much (laughs) but like i said it's become you know there's an inverse inverse side of it um where is it there's a place of comfort 
Yeah, I'm not depressed over any of no. this. I'm not. Uh, it's not even like these aren't de- like to me. These aren't downer conversations. I'm just approaching it from a point of curiosity. I like to learn things. Yeah. You're an afterlife thropologist now. Exactly. Thank you. And I have to say, all of this actually does, even though this wasn't a planned upfront business, and people are like, yeah, we can tell. Uh, <laughs> Where's the eggs? Yeah, talk about eggs. <laughs> Do I get eggs in heaven? What if eggs are my idea of heaven? <laughs> you just did a, a wash in a sea of eggs. Yeah. Oh, well. Uh, it does all tie into today's film. Somewhat. In a way. <laughs> if you do a headstand. Well. <laughs> the afterlife, religion, right? Oblivion. Oblivion. <laughs> it's as true. The French say. Yeah, We're talking, they do. Of course. About the night. Of course. <laughs> of course. Everyone knows. Everyone knows that we're talking about the 1990 film Demonia. Demonia. Co written and directed by Lucio Fulci. Oh, hell yeah. I was. I had never seen this one. Mm hmm. Same. I was so excited for it because mm-hmm. the synopsis makes it sound like it is gonna blow me the fuck away yup and become my new favorite film and i'm going to say now you and i have not talked about this at all i watched it last night and i'm gonna say wasn't very good (laughs) i agree (laughs) it was mostly a big fat letdown but i still i still like enjoyed my time with it but did did I go into this? Like the, like you said, the synopsis is wicked cool. The trailer, because Severin did... Was it Severin or Vinegar Syndrome? Severin? Severin, yeah. Did a, you know, the 4K remastered beautiful Blu-ray treatment. Um, they made a trailer for it. The trailer is fucking wicked cool. It's just none stalking through a hallway and there's like green acid spilling out of her mouth and people getting split in half and i was like oh fuck yeah yeah you see that synopsis about like archaeologists accidentally resurrecting five nuns that were crucified and they come back for bloody vengeance i'm like fuck yeah mm-hmm. and then like like i watched this i think two nights ago um, and I almost texted you to be like, oh, Stacy, I don't know if we should. Because <laughs> it's just, it was not what it was sold as. Right. And part of that, I guess, is that my, I mean, granted, it is kind of how they pitched it. Ah, but my expectations really ran with it. I was ready to make this movie my unholy bride. Well, and coming off of House by the Cemetery, because we're still deep in our Fulci feelings. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Coming off of that and being like, "Oh yeah, it's fucking metal," and then next, and you see that trailer, and you're ready for the for none none bloodshed, none shed. You're so ready. <laughs> and then, and then in the end, like I, what I, what I, my my specializations as a viewer cling on to is like, well, I really love the mom that's always complaining about her kid being muddy, like that. <laughs> that was memorable. <laughs> Yeah, I loved parts of it. I loved the flashes of actual Fulci in this. Granted, this is, like, late career Fulci. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was, like, very, just a few years away from the end. Mm-hmm. 
Um, so it's got some hallmarks, but it's just, it's also lacking, like, it's not shot very well. The cinematography is just, like, it's, it's just not good. <laughs> and that was, I was curious, because that was with, um, goodbye, by the way. That was with, like, you watched, you have the Severn one, right? Like, the fancy yeah. one? Yeah. So you saw the pretty version. Right. Because I saw, well, for listeners that haven't seen this, it is on Tubi. You can stream it through Tubi, so you can watch it with tight ads in between. I watched the, like, the old DVD where, like, half the picture was, like, its own ripple effect halo, like, after <laughs> Ghost Image. Um, and so I was curious if it looked good on yours, but apparently not. Hmm. It, like, looks good in terms of, like, it's clean and et cetera, et cetera. But it's just, it's not, there's no atmosphere to this. For a movie that takes place in, like, archaeological dig sites and, uh, you know, a mo- an old, decrepit, disused monastery that's 500 years old and yeah. the, the crypts underneath. It's like the settings were cool as shit. But it just, there was no mood. There was no atmosphere. It was too bright, even in, like, the dark, deep-down crypt underneath. Mm-hmm. Like, it just it just had no atmosphere at all. Yeah. And a big part of the atmosphere for the entire movie is, like, holy shit, this is a Lucio Fulci film. Where the fuck is Fabio Fritzi or Walter Rigotti? Thank you. Because the music... I mean, first of all, was there even music in this? Second of all, though, what we did here, it just felt like public domain music that an amateur director slapped on their homemade iMovie movie. Yeah. Yeah. And it was just this one like repetitive melody that just kept. Yeah. In the few times that it showed up. Yeah. And I'm like, give, if, if, if we're going to have this pacing, this fairly boring pacing and we're going to have, you know, is she an archaeologist, Liza? Does she actually want to be an archaeologist? Because she doesn't is not interested in anything that they're studying, which I kind of loved about her. <laughs> but like, as we have her just like looking at things and walking through caves incessantly, like just put some cool music underneath that. Yeah. But no. It was seriously, seriously lacking music. It yeah. would have, even just that would have helped so much because there were things i really liked about this but but like you said the pace the plot was way too unwieldy when it didn't need to be Mm -hmm. and so just overall it just didn't work but i loved the moments that did yes oh yeah and there were some like i had some fun with it but yeah it was a disappointment Mm -hmm. overall i agree I agree. It, it was weird because I was, I genuinely thought this was going to be like my new unknown fave. So I had to do some grappling. I had to grapple. Maybe that's why I'm in, you know, my existential crisis was just exacerbated. <laughs> by, it was exacerbated by Fulci's demonia. <laughs> yeah, like, this seemed like such a sure thing. But no, it wasn't a sure thing at all. The factory is a Petco. What is heaven? <laughs> Instead of that, could be your like your existential nihilist um, version of what would Jesus do? Is just a bracelet that says the factory was Petco. Yeah, the factory is a Petco. I think that's it's a very humbling thought, right? Like anytime you feel your ego start to swell, just remember as the as the blood rushes to your ego. Uh, 
(laughs) (laughs) Just remember those words. The factory is now a Petco. (laughs) Oh, God. And you'll remember, you know, you'll, you'll come down a little bit, right? Yeah, that brings you back to reality. A nice, healthy dose of reality. Yes, thank you. All right, so picture it. Sicily. Wow. Oh, thank you, Sophia. <laughs> so, a bunch of hot nuns are crucified by. <laughs> well, it's true. You had to know when this movie started, and it was like Sicily, fourteen eighty six, and it's like here's a mob of men, and I was like, ugh, gross. Mm-hmm. And then there's all these hot nuns, and I was like, oh yeah, <laughs> you're speaking my language, Demodia. <laughs> So the hot nuns are all crucified. We don't know why. They have weird symbols drawn on their foreheads, like there's some kind of mans and girls or something. Yes. And then, picture it. Toronto, 1990. (laughs) And we are 100% sure that it's really Toronto because someone wears a jacket that says Canada on the back of it. Yeah, this wasn't the this wasn't the stop and shop authenticity. Yeah, of House by the cemetery. That, yeah, that had me jizzing last week. I don't think there's any Canadians. <laughs> oh, oh, oh my God, Canada! I mean, maybe I don't know. They have healthcare. Um, oh, it could be. Yeah, so it's a college archaeology whatever. We have Liza, the hot archaeologist. Paul, her lame supervisor. Yeah. Well, you have something to say about Liza? No. I just love that she doesn't do her job and she just goes to seances instead. She is at a seance. See, that's the thing. The first five minutes of this, ten minutes, Liza's at a seance. We just had hot nuns. I know the hot nuns are going to come back. I was like, oh, blessed be. Because what I thought was going to happen is she sees the flashes of the nuns at the seance because you follow up the crucifixion death of the nuns with suddenly it's Toronto and now everyone's gathered around the table. It's a circular table and she looks up and her eyes go wide and she's gasping and seeing the visions. And you think the nuns are going to come back then and we're just going to kick the movie off. (laughs) Two hours later. (laughs) She had a vision of nuns. Add that to the Gaylord's um, album commercial. (laughs) Our Time Life collection. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, So then these people are going to Sicily. As you would expect, they're going to Sicily to study the ancient Greeks. (laughs) (laughs) Liza's like, this is so boring. What about that monastery on the hill? Paul is like, no, stop thinking about it. I don't know what your boner is for that monastery, but forget it. And life is like, no. (laughs) This is exactly what happens in the movie, by the way. (laughs) So she wanders up there and is checking it out and it's wicked fucking cool. There's like coffins are open and there's skeletons and they're all gross and like all over the place just hanging out they're all gnarly and nasty and it reminded me of the movie within a movie in demons yeah but that had more atmosphere than this does yeah just those few the few scenes we get to see yeah um as time goes on she is compelled to break open this wall 
And then she finds a staircase that goes down. And so she goes down the stairs, and that's where those hot nuns were crucified. And they're still on the big crosses. They're all skeletony now. And Liza's like, oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) She she tells Paul, and he's like, look, I don't know what you think you saw. But, and it's like, like, just go and take a look, Paul. Yeah, why why is nobody gonna go check this out? He he is Professor Gaslight. Absolutely. Yes. I did not like him. <laughs> um so of course breaking open the wall and going down there and seeing them has like released the spirits of the five hot nuns, and I'm like, okay, this is fine. I'm into it still. This yeah. is a little more boring than I was anticipating. It's taking longer than I than we thought, however. Yes. Um, I will say there were lots of scenes of the archaeology people. I don't know if it was like it was pitched as a class, but they're all like 35. So I don't know what the reality is. (laughs) Um, They're all like having their drunken sing-alongs on the beach. And Liza is in her tent. I identified with Liza. Oh my God, you're her! When she was, like, looking out her tent window at them and just, like, gnashing her teeth or just, like, lying on her cot trying to sleep and being like, can they just be quiet? <laughs> it was so me. It was it's so, so true. Me. It was it's so, so me. It's so great. Like, I, I get, I see this. It, it was absolutely you. She, yeah. she is a queen that wants peace and quiet. So you're like, okay, where are the, the nuns? And eventually... <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm not... They're supposed to be killer nuns. Instead, we just watch a woman upset at sounds at night. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but eventually uh, they meet a fellow on a sailboat. Who did you recognize? Yeah, I did, because he can Cleaver. get it. <laughs> yeah, he's Fulci mainstay, Al Cleaver, who also played a ship captain or boat captain, I suppose, in Zombie, mm-hmm. um, is a marine archaeologist. Oh, wait, that guy. I was thinking of the other guy from Demons. Never mind. Oh, the butcher. Yeah, Yeah, because he can get it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Boatman is cute, too. That, that's true. No, that's true. Fulci cast cuties. What can I say? Yeah, there's a lot of Fulci regulars in here. Yeah. Um, the Demons alum. Mm-hmm. Uh, two demons alums, actually. Yeah. So eventually there's an apparition of a nun on the boat. For some reason, she's taken off her robe. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a boob apparition. Like, <laughs> yeah. There's no <laughs> head. <laughs> you just see you just see a pair of boobs holding a crossbow or a spear gun. Yeah. Um, so the nuns do start to very slow, like, three times in the movie. They're basically like, hee-hee-hee-hee, and the people are like, what's that sound? And then they follow the sound and something happens. Yeah, then they explode. And then they explode, or two of the archaeologist drunkies end up up in the monastery, because finally Paul was like, can y'all just fucking be quiet? Like, people are trying to sleep. So they go up to the monastery to drink, and, uh... They hear, hee 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 hee. And then they follow it and they fall into a pit of spikes, of course. Yeah, they get Lara Crofted. <laughs> yeah. I, I love that nun laugh. Anytime you hear that little cackle, I was so excited. But we're not 
not really seeing the nuns. No, still. Meanwhile, the townspeople are like, this is a bad thing you're doing. (laughs) What accent was that? That was That was was basically the same as the Irish accents in the movie. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that was, uh, am I committing to this or not? (laughs) Clearly not. But the townspeople are trying to warn the archaeologists away. Nothing good is going to come of it. Except for one woman who lives just outside of town. Oh, yeah. She finds Liza doing research at the local archives. And she's like, don't talk so loudly, but I'll be on the other side of the room so we have to actually yell at each other. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Come to my house tomorrow and I'll tell you what's up because I know no one else is going to tell you anything about this town or what happened. And so Liza's like, okay. So she goes to the woman's house. The woman's house, she has tapestries hanging on the wall. She has cats everywhere. She has tarot cards. Clearly, she is a Los Angeles lesbian. (laughs) 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 And she tells Liza the story of what happened in 1486 or whatever it was. Uh, You know, there were these five hot nuns and they were like horny and would have orgies and do devil stuff. Verbatim the story she tells. (laughs) Yeah. They were said to consort with Satan and all of this, and then were treated to some lethargic sex scenes, but the people are just covered in sweat. Oh, they are like just oil, just pure oil. Yeah. I love that she says they would have these satanic orgies, and it just cuts to two couples on opposite sides of a room. Yeah, it was And that's the orgy. (laughs) Was not an orgy. I was like, I Uh, thought Italians did it better. What is this? (laughs) Madonna's t-shirt lied. <laughs> yeah. So during these sweaty sex rituals, they kill <laughs> kill the men, put their blood in a chalice, of course, and like drink the blood. But no one really, like none of this was ever confirmed. No. no. But also it kind of was because there was satanic writing all over the nunnery. That scene was pretty cool. Like the killing, the, 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 the stabbing and the hungering of them. It could, it and it did seem like like I was like, oh, we're gonna get a feminist twist. Like mm-hmm. we're gonna get, we're gonna get like, like um, Cat Queen is gonna get, do some revisioning history for us, and we're because she was like, they said they were satanic, but we don't or whatever. But then it just confirmed that they were in fact satanic. <laughs> it was very strange. Uh, one of the nuns ended up pregnant. She was from demons. I don't know if mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, she had the baby, and then they took the baby and threw it on the fire. <laughs> Oh, wow. It was pretty cool. It was pretty cool. It looked super fake, but it was still, you know. What was fake about that baby arm not moving while the baby went, wah, 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 (laughs) as it was consumed in flames? Still cool. It was still cool. Meanwhile, and then the poor woman, because she's talked about all this shit, she's at home and she's like, where are my cats? And then... It was an incredibly wonderful sequence where she gets attacked by her own cats and they rip her eyes out, of course, because it's a Fulci movie. (laughs) The little cat puppet just pulling that eye out? Oh, God, it was so good. She was the original Let the Right One In. The the moments like that of this movie, even though because it was so overlit and shot poorly, a lot of the makeup effects looked really fake. Yeah. Yeah. You could see where the latex was applied to yeah. people, kind of fake. 
Oh, especially when the guy gets split in half and you see the whole fake stomach. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And they didn't even try to match the tone. It was amazing. So these things start happening, and then the police are investigating what's going on. We have Inspector Carter, played by... Lucio Fulci! He had a very big role in this film. I actually Um, loved him in this. I did, too. I loved whoever dubbed him as well. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. Um, But the problem was with... It's like, we know that probably, like, the nuns spirits of the nuns whatever are doing all this shit so we don't need a 10 minute detective questioning paul sequence oh my god we, yeah no one thinks paul did this we all know it's the nuns you've that's, shown us that's when i got up i know exactly the scene you're talking about when he shows up from interpol and he sits in the trailer with paul professor gaslight and he interviews him forever and i remember this because i got up and i made food during that whole segment Because I'm like, I don't need to be here for this. I know what's happening. I know Paul's not connected to this. I know the inspector won't figure it out because it's nuns. (laughs) Yeah. I'm going to make food. It's literally like a five to ten minute sequence. And it's completely useless in the larger picture because we don't need a red herring. We don't need it. Like, there's no questions here. Yeah. Um, So, meanwhile, Inspector Carter, played by Lucio Fulci finds a piece of cloth at one of the crime scenes and says they haven't woven cloth like this for centuries he says that before he even picks it up or looks at it closely (laughs) (laughs) and it's covered in blood yeah he loves fabrics and the woven arts he's a fiber artist in his spare time fiber artist um so it turns out that liza was possessed by one of the nuns and I guess she was the one killing everybody. And then it just turns into Fulci nonsense. Another angry mob. It's like history repeating itself, right? Like another angry mob of men chases Liza into the nunnery. She's down there. She starts puking up green stuff for whatever reason. <laughs> she gets killed. And then the real Liza rematerializes and she's dead. And there's your classic Fulci downer ending. <laughs> And then the credits start to roll, and you see a credit for wigs. <gasps> yeah. Did you see that credit? No, I didn't, but I wish I had. Um, excuse me. It was a credit for wigs, and the company responsible for the wigs was called Sexy Wigs. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> I almost texted it to you. So oh, my sure. God. Stacy, get a screenshot. <laughs> Oh, I took one. We need that for our banner. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So good. Wigs by Sexy Wigs. Yeah. Yeah, call the Sexy Wigs. (laughs) So this movie, I would love to see a remake of this. I would love to see a remake of this movie. Yeah, with actual killer nuns. Actual, even if it was Liza Possessed. Like, I think... It, the, it just could have been tightened up and, you know, made better. So that, like, like even if that was the answer of, like, she was possessed by the spirit of these demonic nuns, like, that's fine. But just, it wasn't cohesive. Uh, it was dull at parts. Like, the nuns don't even show up until past the halfway point yeah. of the film. Yeah. And it just needed some atmosphere and... So the gore, even though it looked really super fake, it was still, like, over the top. Oh, it was fun. Yeah. The eyes getting ripped out. 
the dude getting ripped in half. Yeah, that the was... The demon's guy you want a bone gets killed by, like... <laughs> he gets hit with a bunch of slabs of meat in a freezer. And then... <laughs> I love that he was meated. <laughs> yeah. And then he gets his tongue nailed to a butcher's block. Yeah, he does. Is that sexy to you? Not... No. No, it's not. <laughs> 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 it's not, actually. <laughs> But I love so much that he, like, like just to stress. I mean, we, we all know Fulci films don't make sense. Most Italian films in general don't make sense. But I, liked, I would like to stress, like, the, the logic of this film and just the way that... Especially how pointless these detective scenes are. Even though, granted, I, like I said, I love Fulci in this. And I love, I love old man Fulci. And he's just like, and with that dubbing where he's like... Oh god damn it! Like he's just, he's <laughs> yeah. so great, but like like Fulci like after Butcher Guy gets murdered, um, a, a punk guy from Demons driving the car, um, he gets murdered. He get you know tongue nailed to the thing, dead. The next scene, Fulci Detective Fulci shows up, gets out of his car. He's at the crime scene. The wife is screaming, and and they're trying to make her relive the trauma of what happened, and they're asking her, you know, to to describe everything that she remembers. And I was like, why would they be doing this, poor woman? And then I find out they haven't actually found his body. He's just a missing persons case at that point, even though his body is literally one room over. Yeah, no one thought to, like, she went to his, he was supposed to come home for dinner or whatever, and he didn't. He's the local butcher. And so she goes to his butcher shop to look for him, but nobody looked in the back room. <laughs> so like, <laughs> why why not just make the scene be she found him dead and now they're analyzing the crime scene? Why was it like it had to go through this missing person thing and then he wanders into the room and then he takes the cloth and then he finds out it's nun fabric. He seals off the room. Like, it just was so weird. Yeah. Not that these yeah. movies have never been weird before. Right. Well, it's just putting the stress on all the wrong things. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's a little discombobulated. And so instead of being a relentless, you know, nightmare scape of unreality, like the beyond or something, it's just, it's almost more a police procedural that has some of this other stuff in it, too. Yeah. And no one wants that. I'm sorry, Lucio. No one wants that. No. I was promised hot demonic nuns back from the dead <laughs> technically i suppose i got it but also i didn't get it at all yep so i say let's remake it somebody oh why are we, are we yeah. remaking like i'm going to remake alfred hitchcock's the birds <laughs> i'm going to remake friday the 13th i'm gonna remake john carpenter's halloween the exorcist but- the Exorcist, like, remake something like this that is a misfire but could have been wicked fucking cool. Yeah, go full fucking Italian with it. Like, mm-hmm. if we're if we are so into this, like, this nostalgia porn era of, like, give me, give me the 80s, give me the 90s, give me Fear Street, give me Stranger Things, make, re- make something in the style of Lucio Fulci. Yeah. Make a fucking gross out and cast Lorenza Izzo in it. Thank you. She could be Liza. She could be Liza and she could do the big eyes like we saw her do in Green Inferno. And she could Man. look around and then she could look at the Irish people and be like, oh, I hate them. And she puts on a nun costume. She puts on a nun. See, that's what's missing. 
Liza, I mean, we get Liza in the nun costume with the green puke and all that at the end for the one shot. But, like, why don't we see her put on the habit and go go a-killin'? Sorry, I'm thinking about something else right now. Oh, yeah. (laughs) You have to go. I'm fanning myself. Uh. Lorenza Izzo in a nun habit. Oh, my God. That's what does it for you. Yeah, it is. You weren't even Catholic. What is your nun thing? Like, where does it come from? I don't know. I think there's a lot of mystery. Who knows what's lurking under there? Um. (laughs) That's the appeal. Part of it. Also, I just, I love the idea of, like, all these women being cloistered together. Oh, yeah. Place. Yeah. You know, it's just, like, a, a hotbed for doing it. Yeah. Um, also, I love that they're so mean. Like, that they kind of hate me. <laughs> it's a real, like, somebody kind of thing, you know? It's just, like, they're so stern. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she's going to get out her ruler. Yeah, it just, uh, you know, checks off a lot of things on the checklist. Yeah, I appreciate that. Sure, it's weird. No, it's cool. Anyway, I'm glad that, like, I never really thought about it before we started doing this show, but it's definitely a recurring theme. It is. I've learned, I don't know if you've learned anything about yourself from this show, but I've certainly learned things about myself. Um, Well, for me, I learned about Dennis Franz. (laughs) (laughs) which i got some incredible messages of sympathy about and um empathy uh and then for you it's hot nuns see one makes much more sense demon's guy though he can let me tell you yeah he's yeah he looks like a boxer he's got that boxer nose he does he does he got those deep set eyes yeah Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so i say someone remake this please thank you I fully agree. I fully agree. Yeah. I still want to see the film that I saw in that trailer. Yeah. <laughs> I'm yeah. serious, people. You'll watch the trailer and you will be so jazzed. It's It looks so cool. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it's not that movie. No. But if you want to see cute Grandpa Fulci being Columbo, it's great for that. If you want to see Liza staring at loud people and hating them, it's great for that. You want to see a cool, a few cool, like, janky gore effects? It's great for that. There's just a lot of downtime. Yeah, a lot. I didn't hate it. It's not the worst thing no. we've ever reviewed here by any stretch. It's still Fulci at the end of the day, I guess, right? Could have used more Fulci-esque touches, but oh well. Nothing I can do about it now. It was, it never found a theatrical distributor. It was direct-to-video. Oh, really? It feels like it. It feels cheap. Yeah. Yeah. It does. But there you go. Demonia. Mm-hmm. Demonia with a name like that. Demonia. How wild that this was in the same decade, though, as, like, all the greats. <laughs> Such as? Well, I mean, like, this was only nine years after House by the Cemetery. Oh, right, right. I so... thought you were talking about 1990s horror movies. Oh, all the great Demon Knight. Uh, the yeah. Faculty. <laughs> Um, yeah. Beyond the Door 3. Yeah. It feels very removed from his early 80s work, and it's not even a decade later. Yeah, that's what's so weird to me. I mean, and but I, I just have to keep tempering that with, like, understanding, oh, but he was also approaching the end. Yeah, he was very ill for a long time. Yeah. Um, financing is always a problem. Even though, like, you know, I mean, I mean he was 
surprised that people outside of Italy even knew his movies. Like, I think he's one of the... You know, he's like one of the most famous horror movie directors. And again, this is like we've said time and time again, this is where horror fans are really great, is that we can venerate some of these people. And he was very surprised by it. Oh, I love that. Yeah. But I mean, what? so you think about it, even though he had a huge... He directed so many movies, and before he really got into horror, I mean, he directed everything. He did comedies, he did westerns. He oh, did yeah, so much. For, like, decades before any of the movies that we're so much in love with. Like, from the 50s on, man. But even so, someone with that kind of long career, it's like, he died with no money. He wasn't going to get money to make his movies. Look at George Romero. We're like, you know, Night of the Living Dead, you know, one of the most famous horror movies of all time. Like, formative film... It wasn't even his. Yeah, it ended up not even being his. But, like, he couldn't get money to make movies for the longest time. Yeah. I mean, that's why, That's why. like, I'm not... I don't love the last three films in the Dead series. I, well, I do love Diary of the Dead. We all know this. But, um, like, I kind of appreciate, like, he just shacked up with some film students in Canada. Mm-hmm. And was like, we're going to make movies again. Mm-hmm. I admire that. Yeah. But sad that we don't... We don't treat our elders historically very well. No. Um, I do think I do think the tide is beginning to turn because horror fandom is so widespread now. I do think that is one good thing about this mass amount of, of fandom and mass communication through the internet is we, we do have more avenues to remember and to venerate the greats and elders that we should continue to look after and care for and recognize. Like, I just think of all the actors out there whose careers have been kind of kickstarted back into visibility thanks to fandom and that means a lot but it's like it's the same thing in comic books like these it, it that's also maybe getting better now but it's like oh you created such and such character that is making hundreds of millions of dollars and you're dying that's fucked up yeah alone and destitute yeah and disney's making all that money off of you yeah it's really fucked up that's the creative arts for you i love being an artist don't you? You know what? We're all petcos in the end, Dan. <laughs> How would you like to go? Uh, embalming and burial, cremation, human composting, petco. <laughs> what about soap on a rope? <laughs> yeah, would you like to become a tree, a soap on a rope, or a petco? <laughs> yeah. What would you like to be when you grow up to be dead? Once again, Fulci has us asking the big questions, you know? <laughs> do I do I want to become soap? Do I want to become soap? What is heaven? <laughs> Am I already a Petco? <laughs> <laughs> well, Stacy, with all of that said, are you ready to, um, um, well, you know what I'm going to say. <laughs> you know what I'm going to say. Yeah, let's just get through it. Well, you, if you're going to force me to talk about heaven, (laughs) I'm sorry, then I'm going to say that you did such a great job introducing the show last week that I feel like you should do it again. Le Shopping Bloch is our (laughs) uh, French-themed horror trivia game show. 
that we do every episode of the alerts of darkness in which we present each other with three different categories from which to choose we choose a category we get five questions total you have 10 seconds to answer each question unless you call out i want the wig in which case a wig by sexy wigs will descend upon your head <laughs> confuse the heads they our non-binary executioner and you will gain an additional 10 seconds to answer the question if you answer any single question on the chopping block incorrectly you're dead it's over you're gonna be turned into a petco however if you answer them right <laughs> all five of them congratulations you're still going to be a Petco. Oh, well, that's a chopping block. Oh, wow. That sounds like an O. Henry story. It is. Uh-huh. I gave you a pile of my hair or whatever. <laughs> and you turned into a Petco. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no, she cut off and she sold her hair, right? Yeah. <laughs> she, I guess she didn't give him a pile. She just handed over a pile. <laughs> She said, here you go. Here you go, my love. <laughs> Turned into a pet cow. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, boy. That's this amazing. The, that's the chopping block realness setting that's in. That's amazing. Man, I forget who went last, first, last uh, week. I feel, like, I feel like one of us did something first last time. I see. I think I'd asked some, I think I did something first. I think I asked, answered first? Asked? Asked. Asked first? So you ask first. I'll ask first. Why not? Ooh. Um, I swear to God, I made three new categories, but one of them is missing. So now you're going to get two new categories and an oldie. I don't know what happened to that third one. And you know, while I was making my categories, Uh I thought to myself... Sure wish I lived with a Jason. Because I have so many categories where I've thought of like three or four titles for something or movies for something. Yeah. And I can't think of that last one. Mm Mm-hmm. And whereas Anthony can be like, Jason, what's a movie where this happens? And he'll give you 20 of them. (laughs) And I've never heard of them. I have to rely on my brain, which has holes and worms in it. <laughs> hey, you could ask the worms. <laughs> All right, so two new categories, but your first category is old. Okay. And that category is gals being gal pals. Oh. In which I name a lazy couple from a horror movie. You tell me what movie they're in. The character names? I give you the character names. You tell me the movie. Okay. New category number one, Ann Sellers as woman who urinates on herself. (laughs) (laughs) This this category. (laughs) What was that from again? Threads. The movie about the nuclear holocaust. Yeah, that was it. Yeah. Um, this is, how do I describe this? This category is all about random roles in horror movies like that. They all have names like that. So the the characters don't have proper names. They're like woman who urinates on herself. I'm going to give you the actor name and the character name and you tell me the movie. Oh my. Because I thought this could be next level hard, I will say 
that all of the movies we have done episodes on. Okay. And okay. I also tried to pick character names that would give some kind of a clue. Okay. Okay? If that all makes sense. That Yes, I think I follow. Okay. And the second new category, third category for today is It's a Tome Made Out of Skin. <laughs> which is all about evil books and horror movies. Ooh. I describe an evil book. You tell me the movie. From whence it came. Oh, those are great categories. Thanks. They are again, gals being gal pals, and sellers as woman who urinates on herself. (laughs) And it's a tome made out of skin. Thank you also for the Gaylord's advertising flashback call too. (laughs) That's right. Oh god, they're good. Um I feel like I feel like the tomes I could actually get, but I I can't I can't I can't you know like you like that meme where the guy's looking back at the at the woman. I can't I can't look away from Ann Sellers as woman who urinates on herself for four hundred, please. <laughs> Yay! Okay, so remember we've done episodes on all of these movies. I don't remember what we fucking did last week. Me neither, but that's not my problem right now. Oh, shit. Okay. Uh, so I will give you the actor name and the character name. All right. A, a little tip from me, in addition to we've talked about all these movies, I think the character names should give you a clue. Okay. Okay. Here we go. <laughs> Question one. Frank Grimes as strip show voyeur. I'm going to guess the fun house. Yes, dig, dig, dig. What? Really? Mm-hmm. Really? Got it. Oh, my God. Okay, okay, okay. Thank you for that tidbit. Frank Grimes. Grimy. So this grimy. The Simpsons. Remember Frank Grimes? Anyway. Okay, number two. <laughs> He's agent. <laughs> Eric Jenkins as hiker mistaken for maniac. Hiker mistaken for maniac. Oh. Oh, I want the wig. Um, mistaken for Maniac. I would say, um, no, we haven't done an episode on that. I, uh, 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 Don't Go Into the Woods Alone? Yes! Ding, ding, ding. Oh! Oh, that was my first thought, but I thought that was too easy. And oh, fuck, I don't have a wig. Left. No more wigs for you, sexy one or second. otherwise. Oh, no. All right, number three. Oh, no! Sharon Young as Locker Room Girl. I'm going to say Killer Workout. Yes! Ding, ding, ding! Oh! 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 oh. <laughs> Number four. Ted Raimi as Condom Salesman. <laughs> this is a scuzzy Raimi in a leather jacket and he's hot! Um, Candyman, please. No! No! No, it's not Candyman! It's Intruder! No! It's- No, we haven't- No, it's- It's fucking Blood Rage! It is Blood Rage. God damn it! <laughs> I'm impressed you got there, though. Honestly, like, I wouldn't have gotten Blood Rage. I would have- Oh, no! You did a great job! Is Ted Raimi in Candyman? 
Yeah, he's the the like jerky boyfriend of the girl that they're telling the urban legend about. Yeah. And it's the one where you're like, he's hot. And I think every time you see him, you're like, is he hot? And it's like, just admit it, Anthony. I talk about my nun boner. Like, just admit these things. It's okay. We're in a safe space. We're in a safe space. Okay. I don't know why I'm afraid to commit to Ted Raimi being hot. I'm afraid to commit to it, even though, even up until modern day, I'm still like, yeah, Ted Raimi. Yeah. Yeah, well, there you go. Blood Rage. Blood Rage, motherfucker! Mm-hmm. Man, oh man, that was good. You go- see, I got it. It was the Raimi feelings got me, and then I got distracted. Yeah, yeah, because you were all like, "He's hot, being Candyman." I'm like, no, no. Have you seen Intruder? I have not seen Intruder. Girl, oh, we gotta do an episode on that someday. It's a great, it's a great slasher, and it's a great, um, uh, great value. If, uh, it's almost great value slasher. I think it's a little bit beyond that, but I think you'd love it. All right. It's a great slasher. When it's, it's one of those slashers that when I saw it, I was like, how have I never seen this slasher? I thought this was great. Okay. Well, yeah. Check it out then. It's got Ted Raimi, and you know what the, you know what they say about Ted Raimi. Great, now I can think about you through the whole movie. You're welcome. That's my <laughs> gift. My gift to you. Well, I'm I'm dead, but I feel... Um, you did a great job. That was a really tough category. I'm shocked I made it that far. Well done. Um, I'm, I am lifting up my severed head and placing it on this <laughs> bio or uh, cyborg body. Ooh. That's the scientific term for what it is. Um, and I have three categories for you stacy they are all old okay okay uh but you have you see you have two returning categories and you have one rebooted category your returning categories are in keeping with this film fake it till you full shit in which i give you a title i tell you the name of a movie in the year you tell me whether it's a made-up film or a real film from Lucio Fulci's filmography. Oh okay. Next category, returning category. Nonsense or sixpence none the richer. Uh, and this is just trivia all about horror movie nuns. Some of them are, you know, name the movie, others are not. But for the most part, it's all about horror movie nuns. Okay. And your rebooted category. This one's a little sadistic, um, but we know that about me. Your rebooted category is previously on Gaylord's The Revenge, in oh. which I give you the episode nim- number <laughs> and and name, and you tell me what film uh, we reviewed on that episode. They are relatively more recent-ish. Like they're these are like from you know the just around just to before episode one hundred on. But alas, it's still such a challenge because as any listener knows, you can tell absolutely nothing about what we're talking about based on our episode titles. Stacy, your categories are fake it till you full shit, nonsense or sixpence none the richer, or previously on Gaylords, The Revenge. Well, since they're on my mind... <laughs> I better go with those nunzios, baby. Oh, yeah. I think you're going to get these. I think you are. I don't know. These are all about nuns, and Stacy loves nuns. 
All right. Are you ready for Nonsense? I am ready for Nonsense. Great. It's a fantastic musical. I've never actually seen it. I don't know what it's about. I'm guessing nuns. So, question one. Nonsense or Sixpence on the Richer. Question one. Allison becomes the titular character and a strangely weathered nun by the end of this 1977 film. The Sentinel. Ding, 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 ding. Great film. Great film. Question two. This also 1977 film ends with nuns bursting into flames at the hands of a lesbian vampire. Oh, uh, Al Yukarna? Ding, 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 ding! <laughs> I love that movie. Yeah. All right, question three. We're going into some territory that I don't know if Stacey's really into this territory. Oh, no. Let's be real, she's not. But I think you're going to get this. Question three. 2018's The Nun is connected to The Conjuring by both its title character as well as by a family relation on the part of what nun-playing star? What? The fuck? Here, I'll rephrase it. Who stars in The Nun that is related to a star in The Conjuring? Oh... Okay, I want the wig, because I don't know her name. Formica Daughter. <laughs> what's her, what's we'll her accept name? it! Ding, 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 ding! What's her name? What's her name? Formica. <laughs> Claretta. No. That's not even a real name. Claretta Formica. <laughs> Formica. Not Vera. Virette. Vera. Virette <laughs> Formica. And her sister, Claretta Formiga. You can watch them on the Lawrence Wilk Hour later. <laughs> What's her name? Tony. Tony Formiga? <laughs> Sorry, I'm just listing all of them now because I love a mad... Oh, it's Tony with an I. I mean, yeah, I for sure. Tony with hard a... over it. Tony with an I Formiga. <laughs> so far we have Clarette, Virette, <laughs> Claretta. So I'm sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. Claretta. <laughs> Virette. And Virette. Oh Tony God. from Ica. What's her name? What's her name? Oh, do you Liz. want me to tell you? Liz from Ica. Also... I can picture her face. Yeah, it looks just like Vera. Yeah. I star, don't know. star of the nun, star of the final girls, star of uh, that one episode of American Horror Story, Roanoke, uh, star of American Horror Story, Murder House. wonder how she got into the business. <laughs> what was her connection? <laughs> yeah, what was her connection? It was uh, just blind luck, I'm guessing. What's her name? And talent. Please, please tell me. Oh, you do want to know now? Yeah. I was so excited to add to the family. I could the, go on all day. The naming... singing sister act of Claretta, Virette, <laughs> Tony, and Liz. But the one you didn't get is Tysa Formica. Tysa Formica. That's just as dumb as Claretta. <laughs> could you imagine? <laughs> no offense to any Tysas that may be listening. Vera's younger sister, Claretta Formica. <laughs> Damn it. Oh, no, I got it. No, you won. You won. Okay. We, we're still moving. We just <laughs> had to derail it. to hear the entire Sister Act lineup of Look the Micah fan. I 
forgot that you let me get it right. Okay. Because I, I w- you said Formiga daughter. That's very true. She is a daughter of the Formigas. Okay. Um, I'll never forget it. Cloretta yes, Formiga. You, you forgot it already. What's her name? Floretta. <laughs> Floretta. Thaisa. Thaisa. There we go. Okay. Okay. Put that, put that thinking habit back on. Okay. Because we're on to question four. All right. You're almost there. Question four. Devilish nuns go the found footage route with this Irish horror film set in the 1960s. Oh! 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 Fucking fuck! I wish I had a wig! The Devil's Doorway? Ding, 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 ding! (gasps) You got that with nine seconds. Well, one second. Very good job, Stacy. Very good job. I'm fanning myself again. I don't think I would have got that. I don't I don't know where it came from. I've seen the movie. I don't think I would have got that. I think yeah. in that time, you know, you panic. Oh, wow. God. Good job. Oh, God. Okay, Stacy, we have made it to question five. Okay. I think you're gonna get this. We've made it to question five. Final question. This Video Nunsty starred Anita Ekberg as Sister Gertrude, who returns to the convent after a brain surgery that left her quite unchristlike. What's the film? I don't know. Anita Ekberg. I don't know! I don't know! I don't know. I'm so, so sorry. I don't know. The, the video nasty we were looking for was Killer Nun. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> you just flip over the, the implements at the altar. Yeah. Fuck this church! <laughs> Damn it! Well, I'm so sorry. You did great. You got all the way to question five. Doesn't matter. I'm dead anyway. I'm just another Petco. <laughs> You're just another Petco. This is true. However, it, it's, it's you know, you, you four out of five nuns ain't bad. There's no soothing my rageful nerves, but I appreciate you trying. <laughs> but I'm so mad. You know. To get so close. You got so close. And that, that video nasty. It's a great soundtrack, Killer Nun. Oh. Well, good for Killer Nun. (laughs) I say good for Claretta, Virat, Tony, and Liz. And Floretta. Well, that sucked. (laughs) And so did Demonia. And, aww. Too bad. So sad. Yeah, I don't want to say those words, but I guess it's true. Like, well, it feels rude because, like, it still had some great stuff and Fulci, I love him. What a letdown, though. What a letdown on the chopping block. Uh, What a letdown I didn't solve the heaven problem. Uh, Just a bunch of letdowns all around in this episode, huh? (laughs) The heaven problem. (laughs) (laughs) Um, oh, uh, I'm not sure if it'll be out today. As people are listening to this on the Wednesday, I'm not sure. But keep your eyeballs peeled, uh, because Friday the 13th is happening. 
Yes. And I did an episode of Evolution of Horror <gasps> for Mike's Patreon, um, all about the Friday the 13th series. We went through the entire series of films. Holy shit. The entire series. What, when you say entire series, are you drawing the line at the Crystal Lake films? Or are you, you going all the way to Freddy vs. Jason in the remake? We're going all the way, baby. Oh, wow. Yeah. The whole, when Mike says the whole series, he means the whole series. Uh, so we talked about every film. What did we like? What did we not like? Et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, so if you are a member of the Evolution of Horror Patreon, you will get that episode. Or maybe, I don't know how much it costs, but maybe consider signing up for it if you want to. I mean, whatever. <laughs> wow, that, that was like an elevator just up and down. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so it'll be out there sometime this week. Maybe today, maybe Friday. Oh, how then, exciting. I'm sure, I'm sure I'll post about it. But... You're like exclusive content. Yeah. I can talk about those movies all the time. Well, that's so exciting. Everyone, go flock to uh, the Patreon. Yeah. Mike's great. Evolution of Horror is awesome. Mm-hmm. Great friend sure. of the show. So he lets me bring down the property values every <laughs> once in a while. Just as you <laughs> sprinkle seeds for Petco's to come. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, yeah, but other than that, I got nothing. Uh, you got anything? No. Okay. We have a website. Yeah, we do. It's GaylordsDarkness.com. You can link to all of our social media on there. And uh, keep your eyes peeled again. Ew, I still hate that phrase. Because in a little bit, you know, we'll put the Necronomalog Part 2 up there. We haven't put it up yet for those of you that are looking. But it'll be making its way up there. We'll let you know. In the meantime, we do have, actually, we do have a question for you all. Oh yeah, 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 um, yeah, yeah. We have a we have a, a audience poll. We could make a Twitter poll, but you could you could just like let us know in the comments or in the tweets or the 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 DM. No, don't do the DM. We'll do the tweets. Do comment whatever. Maybe we'll do a Twitter poll. But st- what, Stacy? What's the question? <laughs> Holy moly. Um. Well, speaking of evolution of horror. We've been wondering if we should copy one of his ideas. Yeah. Uh, which is the Evolution of Horror has a discussion group on the Facebook. I'm a member of it. Um, it's a nice place where people who like the show can go to, as you might assume, to discuss things. And so we're wondering if we should do something similar. We have the Facebook page for the show. We obviously have all the social media. Um, but this would be a group for people who listen to the show mm-hmm. or anybody, I guess you wouldn't, it wouldn't be a place where you would just only talk about the show or the episode. You could talk about whatever the fuck you want. Yeah. It, this is like, this is like the, this is the, dis, the discovery zone for the Gaylords listeners. Right. Where you take your, take your shoes off, you put them in the cubby and then you go play in the ball pit with each other and talk amongst yourselves. If you want to talk more about an episode in particular or something to do with the show, that's great. If you also want to just be like, hey, I just watched this random movie. Anybody ever seen this? Yeah. And maybe maybe people will talk about it. Yeah. Um, we don't know if we have a big enough audience to warrant something like that or if it's what people would be into. If this was 2002, it would be a forum. Yeah, it would. But Facebook is probably the easiest place, even though I like never go on Facebook anymore. Oh, it's dead. Facebook's the worst. But 
that everybody, most people already have an account. So that just seems like the easiest place to do it. Yeah. And like, maybe we'll float this now and then maybe it will be a while. Who knows? Or maybe we do it soon. Maybe we just, we just would like to gauge and see what you think. If this is something you would want to take part in and foster uh, the stately Gaylord's community, that'd be cool. Right. Or not. It's up to you. (laughs) Let us know. Yeah, let us know your thoughts on it. If Facebook would be the place you would like to go. I don't know. Whatever. Yeah. Uh, Feel free to leave a comment on our Facebook or on our Twitter or our Instagram is probably Mm -hmm. the best way to go about this. If you're feeling really formal, you could send us an email at gaylords at gaylordsofdarkness.com. Let us know. Let us know. Otherwise, you know, we'll be back next week. If we're not dead yet. Again, if we haven't been turned into pet cows. <laughs> this is just the life cycle now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't know what we're going to talk about. Mm-mm. But it'll be something. And I'm sure the upfront business will be just as scintillating as always. Theology, all the hits. <laughs> all the big hits. <laughs> okay. Goodbye. Wow, for a haunted tome made out of skin, it's so loosely structured, yet informative. I know, right? Uh, Is it over? It's glowing and spinning on its own, so I'm gonna guess yes. Ah, Oh oh my god! God. Oh my god! God. Tune in next time for more Gaylords of Darkness! Ha, ha, ha.